0: Hi, I'm Charlotte and I'm Bron. Charlotte is an actress who spends more time taking shots with cinematographers than talking shots with cinematographers. And Bron is a live arts producer who is horrified to learn that she can't be a screen producer and be drunk on the job. This is a podcast where we watch great Australian films and try to learn as much as we can about what makes a film beloved. Welcome to At, At The, the movies, movies with Charlotte and Bron. <laughs> I do love saying yes. it. Is funny. <laughs> was a lot of fun to record because we did watch the movie together and then go straight in yeah. which meant that I feel like our thoughts about this film really clarified <laughs> over the <laughs> over the following 40 minutes there was reflection was happening in real time you really hear yeah. us make up our mind about how we feel about this movie and it is quite funny knowing that at the end of the 40 minutes We love this film. Oh, a classic. And for good reason. We're so on board. We're like, this is one of the greatest films ever made. Make more. Make three. We want to make one. (laughs) But we don't start with that opinion. Absolutely not. We we do a full 180. I think we started at confusion. We start at a much more negative place than confusion. (laughs) We we do not (laughs) like the movie as the credits are rolling. Well, let the record show. It, I'm it's into okay it. to change your mind. That's true. You're allowed to do it. As a Marcus Aurelius said. Oh, not this! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should let everyone enjoy. Okay, have fun. <laughs> so we've just finished watching classic. I want to say cult classic, but it was not a cult classic. It was a massive commercial success. Crocodile Dundee. da da da. da. <laughs> and that music that you've just made with your mouth trumpet. Yeah. About as good as the score of this film. I think. <laughs> this movie, holy guacamole. We really have decided to watch a bunch of Australian films. <laughs> <laughs> and here we that are. should be the opener of the podcast. <laughs> we really have decided to watch a lot of Australian films. Here's the thing, I had never seen Crocodile Dundee before. Also me. You'd never seen Crocodile Fresh. Dundee before. And I think we both came into this film really excited to see such a, um iconic piece of Australian cinema and we are still right in this moment processing. I'm reeling. I don't know what I was expecting. I know what I was expecting. A like rambunctious rom-com action like that was full of laughter and like iconic like sayings <laughs> and like crocodile wrestling and well, I, we did get all of those things but it but not in the way yeah we did and it was flat as hell yeah and I well one of the first things that I uh was struck by <laughs> was <laughs> the lack of chemistry between um what was he what 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 is his name? His name's Michael J Crocodile Dundee. That's right. How could you forget? Michael J. J Michael J Crocodile No, we're skipping we're way skipping ahead. We're skipping ahead. You have to start from the beginning. Let's start Charlie, from the beginning. Okay. Yeah? Okay. All right. Bron, would you like to give <laughs> us a synopsis of the film? <laughs> Of course I would love to give you a synopsis of the 1986 classic
1: Crocodile (laughs) Dundee. Dundee.
0: If you're listening uh, at home, Bron's doing little quotation marks around the crocodile of Crocodile Dundee because that is where they put the quotation marks. They put it around both of Crocodile Dundee and Dundee. I thought it was only around Crocodile because his name is, what is it again? <laughs> Michael John Michael, Crocodile John, Dundee quotation open quotation Crocodile close close quotation Dundee. Look, we can fact check this, but the quotations are around croc at the start of the movie. It comes up the words Again, and has, better soundtrack than the film. <laughs> quotation mark Crocodile Dundee quotation mark like both of them. Oh, which I couldn't get past. I don't know why you would have the title of your film in like. And this is a pet peeve of yours—is using overuse, overuse of quotation marks. marks. Because I use quotation marks a lot, frivolously. Well, not frivolously. Flagrantly, you pepper them across (laughs) emails, documents. It's confusing the use of them. I've got many a (laughs) passive-aggressive response from Bron about my overuse of quotation marks. But when we saw the quotation marks around Crocodile Dundee at the beginning of this film, I thought maybe it's a film thing nice try <laughs> maybe i do it because in my industry we we tend to use quotation marks a lot look i think you're bad at grammar and the more movies we watch <laughs> if it comes up if it becomes a thing i'm ready to eat my hat i'm so ready to learn about film and the flagrant use of <laughs> quotation you can't quotation just marks. <laughs> just a little note about podcasts is people can't see you so you can't go <laughs> while doing air quotes i think what our listeners will learn is that when i go meh, meh, i'm doing quotation <laughs> i think everyone gets it everybody gets it okay so the, the movie opens <clears throat> we're in a stunning sydney apartment we're overlooking the harbor oh it is the i forgot woman. about the apartment yeah, yeah, yeah. at the start and it really I did did just happen. <laughs> 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 I've already forgotten the entire film. I was on IMDB trivia for the She was watching. the apartment. It's beautiful. She's rich, we can tell straight away. Like Oh yeah. Yeah. Like And she's wearing a gorgeous she's shirt. She's floating around pantsless in yeah. this like silky bayside sydney apartment we yes. get this she's like chatting to her boyfriend and she's like i'm here to get the story i'm a new yorker i'm from new york and i'm a journalist and it never really becomes about like a lady journalist she's a lady a sheila journalist yeah. i think <laughs> <laughs> she does get referred to as a lady journalist a oh, few times in the movie come on lady anyway and <laughs> anyway she like drops in not unlike uh in the film australia all of a sudden oh, she's in the parallels. northern territory mm-hmm. she's met um by mickey jay's handler of sorts <laughs> and he takes it <laughs> t- yeah he- who is that guy he he work he he runs he's a purveyor of a tourism operator or oh. whatever and crocodile dundee is his like main attraction i think so huh. or like guide i thought Oh, I've definitely missed all of this. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. And this was the part of the movie where I was really watching Watching. and trying to take it (laughs) in too. I think we were commenting on the clothing at this time of the film. So she is here to get the story. She's heard on the grapevine that there's this like crocodile wrangling man who narrowly escaped death and she's here to like get the scoop. Look, I don't know what the 80s were like. Is that a scoop then? Look, it's definitely a framework that's used a lot specifically in romantic comedies, I think. Mm. Like, I feel it's like Runaway Bride, right? You mm. you have the the person that comes to town and the excuse for them coming to town is that they're a journalist and the excuse for them attaching themselves to someone that they never would is that they have to get the Journalistic scoop. Journalistic integrity. So it's like this part of it... Though I was like, so what's the story and why? I accept it as a rom-com trope Mm. that Mm. exists for a reason. And it did make me think when we do make our great Australian Mm -mm. film, if it's a rom-com, We should use that trope. Journalists, it works. It works. It's just like, oh yeah, okay. She's a journalist. We gotta go there. We don't know what journalists do. We truly don't. Maybe that. I'll never. I'll never know. Maybe that is. Journalists just go off. They get flown globally, jet setting around, stay on the the harbour, and then they just follow people around. Fall in love. Fall in love. Spoiler. Um, There's a particular genre of rom-com that isn't referred to as rom-com. Well, I didn't think I'd never think Crocodile Dundee and be like, ah, a rom-com for the ages. But you know why? Because it's not aimed only at women, and the way that you know it's that for everyone, it's. Well, it's the men, it's for which everyone. means it's for everyone. And the way that you know that is because the women throughout the film are treated like shit. Yes, you can tell it's for men when the women... Like, it took three quarters of the movie before I was like, oh, her name is Sue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look it up a few times yeah. when I was trying to make notes. She's she's purely a foil. Yes. Sexy Speaking foil. Way of... <laughs> uh, so, you know, in a bar... I, as a lot of Australian movies like to do. We set ourselves oh, in a yes. bar. There's some ruddy-faced hooligans rah, rah, in the uh, background. Larrikins even. I'd say so. And then it enters our hero carrying a stuffed crocodile. And what is his name again? Why do you keep... I keep forgetting what his first name what is. What do you think it is? Paul. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Thank you. Nick. Nick. J. Crocodile. <laughs> Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um they have a dance. It's off. It starts. Oh yeah, they have a dance. They have a really awkward dance. But he also beats someone up. A lot happens. It's a bar, it's a night out, mm. Charlotte. What do you expect? I will say that mm. this point of the movie I was all in. Yeah, I was on board. I was, I was like, okay, yeah. we're on an adventure. Strong start, straight into the action. I already liked her from the start. Mm. Like, I think she was like well cast in that, like, she doesn't have heat to do, but she's somewhat, she's pretty charismatic. She was was charismatic. Yeah. She was kind of coy. Like, she knew how to play the part, you know, in a way that I was very happy to watch. Yes, I agree. Here, I'm like, okay, here enters our larrikin. Yeah. And then, kind of, what happens from there is she's like, I'm going to come with you to see where the crocodile bit you. And he's like, all right. And then they (laughs) do that. They go on a boat. And then they do that. (laughs) They do that. And then the next little bit is like exploring Catherine, which is kind of pretty. And like... Yeah, there are some beautiful like landscape shots here. And like we see our first croc in the wild. mm -hmm, And sorry, I'm just looking over my notes as we talk to see if there was anything that I wanted to bring up around that sort of... S- section of the film that the, the, the hero's call to to be clear Mm-mm. and one of my early notes is what is his name <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky I'm here anytime you need anytime you need <laughs> um so yeah they're out in Catherine they're looking at beautiful stuff it really sets up you know he he's a man of the land mm-hmm. He's got connection to Aboriginal knowledges. Sorry, he was brought up by a tribe. Tribe. Yeah, he keeps saying he, he, he knows tribal ways, mm. him and his tribe. He looks at the sun at one point and goes, it's two 30, and then you know. You yeah. know he knows. Then that's how you know. He puts a – he mind – he like, Chris Angel mind freaks a buffalo at <laughs> one point to get out <laughs> of the way of the car, but actually he, he just, just puts it to sleep and, in front of the car. And then how do they get around it? I don't know. I think the point was for us to go, Ooh, Ooh he no, can – angel mind freak a buffalo <laughs> um which is you know an aboriginal trait we all know oh yeah no first nations are always putting buffalo to sleep with a little rock out symbol what wait was it is it rock out that he's doing or is it hang loose uh, with his hand yeah no i can see what you're doing <laughs> is he going like that or is he going like that i think he's doing like a hang tan he's hang doing, tan. yeah sorry. he's doing a hang tan like is this can this also be hang loose yeah, I guess. I what mean, do you say when you do this? Was uh... a <laughs> <laughs> you walked right into that one? Wow. <laughs> um. Anyway, they go. They see the boat where she he almost got chomped. Then they're like. You know, tension is building. They're sort of getting oh, yeah. flirty. it's getting a little sexy. And then something happens, and he's like, You're just a Sheila in the outback. This is a man's land. Hold on. Does this happen oh. before or after the kangaroo hunters? Oh, truly. I forgot about that bit. Which I was still kind of on board the film with kangaroo hunters. Yeah, they're having a romantic evening, and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> from the bush, some like drunken. Rabble P- rousers. Poachers. Poachers. Are they poachers? They, they're just like the local but dudes. But he was like there from the city. Yeah, but the city there is like... Not the city. I like that you're interpreting <laughs> what he meant by that. Like, I don't think that... He doesn't mean <laughs> the city, Charlotte. <laughs> oh, you've never spent any time in rural Australia. <laughs> Truly. Um, well, I guess the reason that I bring it up yes. is because one of my notes is a question for you please how do you feel about shooting kangaroos (laughs) (laughs) i mean i haven't done it no um (laughs) (laughs) they are a pest though exactly and i guess i wonder maybe was there a different attitude towards them in the 80s also though I did say recently to someone they are a pest and they were like no they're not you don't know anything about it and I was like actually I guess I don't know anything about it but do you you tend to know more than I do my understanding is that they're also a pest I'm my read of that though wasn't like like she was like oh my god they're shooting the beautiful kangaroos but she's not from here Mm -hmm. and he was not concerned it was more just like It's dangerous to be driving around the middle of the night shooting. Yes, true. And so he puts up a little fake kangaroo. He gets a dead kangaroo that's been shot. Oh god! And he, yeah, it's awful. He like (laughs) hides behind the carcass of a shot kangaroo and shoots at the cars. I I think at that point we both went. What? (laughs) Although I will argue, we. In watching Australia, there's n- not a dissimilar scene in Australia. True. Baz Luhrmann's Australia. Yeah, where, where an out-of-towner comes in, sees ca- a kangaroo being shot, and is like, oh, my God. And everyone around her kind of laughs. And we loved that. Yeah, but Hugh Jackman didn't hide behind a kangaroo carcass <laughs> and then, like, shoot at some cars. That's probably why. It was different. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why. it's was different. Um, I like that kangaroo shooting scene be- the australia yeah. kangaroo shooting. is scene that bear. an integral is that like a scene that you have to include in an australian film i think we're gonna find out the shooting of a kangaroo in some form mm-hmm. i mean i hope i don't think so <laughs> i hope <laughs> no not. no i don't i don't think so just an odd coincidence <laughs> um oh is australia referencing crocodile dundee I mean, I'm sure. Is Paul Hogan in Australia? No. Hmm. Makes you think. Really makes you think. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Choices. Anyway. Where was I? So that happens. That happens. Then she wakes up and is like, yeah, they're talking. And for some reason he says, this is a man's country, love. And she gets really doesn't like that. Fair. Fair. Completely fair. Fair. And is like, fine, see ya. I'm going to go meet you at the end of the day. Yeah, she gets real sassy. Mm, she's like, it can also be a woman's country, yeah. me, nameless woman. And we both knew at this moment that uh, she was going to need his help. Absolutely. Like, if this, if <laughs> they this... were never going to let her make it <laughs> no. to the end of the day and be like, da, 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 And da. she did. And she <laughs> proved herself right. Like, we were like... I think this is the moment where we did start to be like, wait a minute. Does I just maybe know. hate ladies. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if that if it was made today, one of two things would be different. Either she really would make it and there would be a moment where he would like arrive to save her and she'd be like I shot this kangaroo in the head yeah. or I sh- what is yeah. it? I shot this crocodile in the head. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like making croc stew and be like da 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 herself. Exactly. Or role reversal. And this oh. is where I begin to understand why so many Hollywood execs are constantly trying to do like remakes of films. With, like all female because I did from that point start watching this and being like, Wait, do we make female crocodile <laughs> Lady Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> like is it fun? Croquette Dundella. Yeah. <laughs> Dundell is good. <laughs> I think oh, Dundell is good. good. I'd see that movie. Okay. Okay. Well, don't steal it. We've already put it out there. And if you yeah, steal it, in we know. Everybody knows we came up with it. Um, She wanders aimlessly in the bush for a while while he like hangs out in trees and creepily watches. Yeah. At some point she gets a bit too hot and takes all her clothes off and he watches. Yes. And she's wearing a, I mean, I do just want to say I loved the costume design in this film. All yeah, of it. Great job. I love what he's wearing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is iconic, so obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's iconic for a reason. But I love every single outfit she's in for the entire film. That's true. She really has style. Everyone was a banger enough that every time she appears in a new outfit, yeah, I like, was like, oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. And this swimsuit was no exception. It's in fashion today. Yeah. I would wear it. I well, can't... I wouldn't wear it. Because I also it would be wouldn't really uncomfortable. As would but, hang right out. I'd be too but... insecure. But... <laughs> She She looks great. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, lo and behold, she goes to splash her face right next to a waterhole and she's in croc country, baby. You can't go splashing your face in a sexy swimsuit in croc country. This jumpscare did. It it got me. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You fully freaked out when that crocodile jumped out, which makes me think that they should have had more horror elements. I would have liked that. There should more have been croc- more jump scares because it really got you and we had fun with that and I also really enjoyed. I have my, like, list of fave lines, yes, yeah, yes, which so we'll, yes. we'll get to later, but I had a, another section in my notes, which was just favourite things that Bron said. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I only wrote down two things and one of them was you getting genuinely scared of the crocodile. <laughs> it's a really big crocodile and it just comes out it of really nowhere. It comes out of nowhere. <laughs> And then the second thing was that after he's done, wait, so what happens? She how does the crocodile get her? she's at, she's crouching by the waterhole, f- slipping her face, but she has a drink bottle around her neck. Oh and it the grabs crocodile the like, drink bottle. Dr- like crunches on the dr- cr- uh, <laughs> <laughs> the water bottle. and so she's like trapped and she's struggling. and then he leaps out of nowhere to the side and just like. Puts his big knife through the crocodile's brain. Oh my God, I'm loving your sound effects. Thank you. (laughs) I'm remembering we're on a podcast. I really wish that people could see you physically. Acting I'm, an acting. Out. Yeah. I'm an acting. I'm an acting. Um, and then my second favorite thing that you said mm. was after this moment, um, and he's killed he's stabbed the crocodile's brain, he like goes over and gives her a big hug. And you very earnestly said, Wow, great aftercare. <laughs> <laughs> Shocked that, like, he, he wasn't, like, immediately wasn't, trying to like, get in her pants. Well, I guess because he could have just, like, stabbed him in, like, yeah, love you out here. But instead he, like, swept her up into a quite a warm embrace. Beautiful. As you le- should. And let her be shocked. Yes. After, after, after someone th- gets attacked by a crocodile and you save them from it. Hug them. Just take note, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> it was a tender moment. If you want to be a hunk, I appreciated the tender moment. Yeah. Speaking of being a hunk, do you think he's hot? I don't, mm. but. Which is huge from you because you love a Sandy Blonde. I love a Sandy Blonde. You <laughs> yeah, know I, I love know. a Sandy Blonde. I don't, mm. but I'll say this, please. <laughs> the brightness on your projector is not amazing. It's not amazing. And so. <laughs> it's daytime. <laughs> it's, it was hard to tell. Like, okay. maybe if I could have seen his facial features more. I mean you could you could see him. And I wasn't I didn't like him. Yeah, I was don't seeing. blame the I projector. I didn't I didn't dislike it, but I guess I was more into her than him. Me too. Do you, at the time do you, was he like a sex symbol? I think so. I oh. think he must have been. I and 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 really, I mean, well, let me tell you a little bit about the movie. Oh, please. Let's take a moment here. Let's take a moment to just <laughs> learn a little bit about the movie. So, it was made with a budget of under 8.8 8 million. Yeah uh and but that's 80s money baby yeah but it was still not considered to be a huge budget but i guess half the film was just just them walking around together yeah i mean it i suppose it was like the most of that budget surely just went on like having to transport a bunch of people people to new york (laughs) or vice vice versa. versa yeah um it made globally 328 million usd wow. it to this day continues to be the highest grossing uh international film at the american box office to this day to this i day. did actually know that and i forgot and but yes yeah but now i've reminded you thank you so and don't much. you forget it teamwork makes so, the work. yeah so basically like the 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 purpose of the film from before they made it which i think will i think they factually absolutely succeeded in was they wanted to make a commercial australian film that would have international appeal Mm, like the mm, whole purpose mm, was mm. we want to make like a blockbuster australian film that will do really well in australia but also Also have a chance overseas and it absolutely did um hogan said of the film, I'm planning for it to be Australia's first proper movie. I don't think we've had first one yet. proper Not movie. a real general public successful entertaining movie. I guess he's right. Right. Rough. And, and I suppose from that, in that way, I understand so many of the choices that were made. Mm. I mean, if you think about, so I was having a look at what else came out in the same year. 1986, it was a pretty like mask heavy Time so mm. like that was the year that Top Gun came out. um Stand by me, mm. like even like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like oh, truly, we were very into we were in Boy Club. Boy we were Club. In boy Town. Yeah, and that's what the film is. Yes, and he's this. He Paul Hogan's whole intention for the character was that he would become like an Australian, like folk hero Mm. and so I suppose he's imbuing and he was based on a real guy that like actually like survived a crocodile attack um and but I think that they were all he was also like trying to imbue him with all the things that Australians especially at the time and I think to this day, really like about themselves. Yeah, like not taking anything too seriously. Everyone's your mate. Well, when you get to the second half of the film, which we're, we basically are in, like when he is, you transplant him into America. It is like he's just kind of a lark, and he's charming. He just assumes everyone's your friend, and he's and the whole movie's lens is like, yeah, this guy's cool. Everyone yeah. loves this guy. Yeah, and I and I suppose this film did. Firstly, it did so much for Australian tourism. Yeah. But it also, it didn't just create an Australian folk hero for Australia. It created, like, the picture of what an Australian tourist looks like. Well, (laughs) yes. I mean, like, it basically was, like, this is, this was now what America and the world saw Australians to be. Mm. And while now we kind of, like, make fun of that and, like, make fun of people when we go overseas and be like, yeah, we, like, fight crocodiles or whatever, like... In a way, I think that we've tried to maintain that national identity. I mean, have you ever been in a, like, London hostel with a group of Australians? (laughs) Like, it's not that far off. Yeah, (laughs) pretty accurate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, They are playing that game where you punch each other in the tummy and see if the beer falls off. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, it's like... And so I suppose in that way, I mean, what a what a feat to say this is the film that we want to make we want to make a massive commercially successful film that's never been done before in australia centered around an australian folk hero that people will want to be like that people will fall in love with that people will like basic that will basically become an icon for decades and decades and then they did that Mm, mm, i mean how do you capture that in a bottle great taglines what do you mean? Tag- Solid taglines throughout the film. What? What's a tagline in your mind? That's not a knife. This is a knife. That's not a tagline. That's. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. Wait. What is that? What is that? What it's you not a that? tagline. Well, it's called a. I think it's a tagline. It's called a... you catchphrase. Mind. A catchphrase. Oh, really? No, you're right. <laughs> tagline would be like. It's the it's Crocodile under the Dundee he's the Dundeeist of crocodiles. That's the well, tagline. Is line. that the tagline you would write? No, but what was the tagline? <laughs> A film can only have one, one tagline. Tag You're right, okay. But it can have many, many catch catchphrases. Phrases. So I rescind what I said earlier <laughs> and I say many catchphrases, many <laughs> endearing That's true. catchphrases. So what are the many endearing catchphrases of the film? The knife bit is yep. the main one. Mm-hmm. That's probably it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what you don't you don't think of um, I like how he calls everyone a pelican and a dope. That's fun. That's a fun thing that that's only Australians definitely something do. That I missed. I didn't notice yeah, him well. doing that. Um, here are my. Uh, this feels like as good a time of any mm? as any for my favorite lines. Please, and we can discuss why they didn't become as famous of a catchphrase far. as um a tagline. <laughs> catchphrase <laughs> as that. That's not a knife. This is a knife. My first favorite line, don't worry, I'm a New Yorker. Oh, yeah. We start strong. We Straight love Straight out the gate. We love that. Um, second favorite line, any normal man would have turned up his toes and died. Oh, yeah, that was a weird one. Love that. Um, also, did love the bit when he's at the New York party, this is skipping ahead, where he says, it's a lunatic asylum. That's why I love it. I fit right in. That one like, was that's good. That's actually just beautiful. That was good. I would have that cross-stitched framed on my wall. Or on a cushion. You'd get that crocheted, would you? Yeah, I'd get that crocheted. I wouldn't do it myself, no, but that, I would maybe you... <laughs> commission find a, someone find a else skilled to person. do it. Yeah. Um, um, I, have my, I just have written, I thought I was a goner, because I just think that's very Australian. <laughs> very Australian. <laughs> um, also, suppose everyone could use more mates. It's nice, isn't that's it? That's nice. Like that. Just That's just the Australian spirit right there. That could have been the tagline of the film i think if you hadn't seen the film and you saw crocodile dundee suppose everyone just needs more mates you might be a bit confused i'd be intrigued okay. i'd be ready to watch that she's that going film. for mystery i like the line he's like it's like living like davy crockett out here which both of us went who what <laughs> <laughs> That line hasn't aged well. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you cannot write pop culture references into your movies. No, 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 no. And we're back. After a quick word from our sponsors. You know what I love to drink, Bron? Charlotte, what do you love to drink? Water. But do you know what my husband loves to drink? I do know what your husband loves to drink because I've seen him buy it in the (laughs) caseload. He just loves Remedy Remedy Kombucha. kombucha. (laughs) My Kombucha. Well, it's not my kombucha. It's his kombucha, It's his truly. kombucha. But really, I think that we are single-handedly responsible for like 80% of the Australian sales of Remedy Kombucha. It's true. But Remedy Kombucha, won't you let us be responsible for 100% of them? That's right. This is an ad for a listener of one, <laughs> and it's the head of marketing for Remedy Kombucha when in When you Australia. finally track that peak in sales back to us, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, please give us money to talk about. No, we don't want money no we want kombucha we want kombucha <laughs> give us kombucha to talk about your kombucha and gosh we'll talk about it we do we have we, we will we'll we do, do it must. the thing is we'll do it anyway because we're, we're never gonna stop we've got your biggest fan living right under my roof <laughs> <laughs> it's insane how much drink that man can consume. He loves Remedy Kombucha. And I'll Don't say. Don't we all. It's specifically Remedy Kombucha. He doesn't like any other Kombucha. <laughs> and it's specifically the ginger lemon flavor. So if you could send me a few cases of that Remedy Kombucha, my Kombucha, that'd be great. <laughs> and we're back. Um, so, <laughs> so the first kind of like it, this movie kind of splits in the middle. There's mm. a really clear Australian first half. And then a really we immediately leave Australia. It's very quick. Well, and then this has another thing that I actually do think works about the film. And I shouldn't say it in that way where it's like, <laughs> look, I hated it, but I guess it's because, you know, what am I? I don't I've never made a movie. Yeah, who am I? Who like, are we? We don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> like who are we to, to poo-poo so many's yum yum? Wow. What is it? What is the I just want to know what you're trying to say. I want to move right along from that. What I'm saying is it's a really great structure. It's a rom-com where the first half of it is she's a fish out of water. Yeah. And the second half of it is he's a a fish fish out out of of water. water. It's true. That is exactly what happens. Yeah. One day we're like swimming in a picturesque waterhole and then she's like, come to New come to new york to nyc and he's like i've never been anywhere and then and cut to giant ad for Qantas. they yeah. sail him into the distance and cut to him on an escalator where it becomes very clear that he really has never been anywhere i do like that bit but of he's... i do like that little bit of like C- comedy There's physical a comedy bit, i think at that point in the movie his character becomes a, a, a actually a really great born sexy yesterday character i don't know what that is born sexy yes it's what it sounds like it's like born sexy <laughs> yesterday it's usually i'm thinking sexy babies yes. i feel weird it's usually about w- female characters and like sexy babies like huh. like so it's like this are sexy but they also don't know. Anything, and they need help because they're just a sexy baby. You think he, he's does a sexy that? baby. <laughs> <laughs> like Jay half becomes a sexy baby. He does because he's sexy. That punches a lot. He's got his shirt open. I mean, he's only wearing a vest with nothing underneath. Mostly, all the women love him. That's true. The men want to be him. Do they? I mostly, all the men love him. He's mm. he's, he's he's beloved. He's beloved and sexy. Mm. Like he's always talking like people are always like introduce me to your friend or that's something true. like that eyes are being like eyebrows are wiggling that's nonstop. right but also he's dumb dumb yeah so he's a he's born sexy yesterday okay I understand the saying now <laughs> <laughs> I really like that this is your first interaction with I did it I've with, never heard it it's with Jim Crocodile Dundee Jim J. what is his name no that's not <laughs> it so. Paul no, J no. Crocodile Dundee Michael John Mick Mick, Mick Michael John Yes Is it Yes Michael John not yes. Michael J They it's at the start he's introduced as Michael John Crocodile Dundee and then the, he introduces himself as Michael J and then it starts, starts being starts Mick. In Mick Yeah He's got a lot of names that's very Australian. He's got a lot of names she however <laughs> named barely has one very won. late in the game barely has one <laughs> we roll right over so they go to New York they go to New York he becomes this cute little Bambi stumbling down an escalator We love to see it we love to see it um this yeah. is why this movie is a success actually this is okay this is, she's pinpointing it like we definitely watched this movie not impressed like we were we were like there well, are things in this that is progressive um I I think that the reason when we were watching it we were a bit like The pace is slow. Right. The scenes are long. I'm not sure why I'm seeing it. Yes. For like a hundred minute long movie, it felt long. Took a while. And not much happened. But now that we're talking it through after the fact, it's taking us like as long to talk <laughs> about the film as it took to watch it. Like obviously There's good stuff times in there. There's stuff in there, no <laughs> doubt. Like if you zoom out and look at it as a little package, you're like, I yeah, get it. Yeah, it was good. Also, the start was really strong and I'm not skipping ahead, but I do think the end was really strong. And they the always final say... Scene. As an actor, Mm. one of the best pieces of advice that I ever got was about self-tapes, which is like when you're auditioning for something but they don't have time to see you in the room (laughs) or there's a pandemic so they don't want to see people in the room because you might give them a disease. Mm. Um, You, like, tape your audition at home and send it. And the thing that everyone's always saying about, look, we're learning about the film industry, so I'm going into this. I'm into this. The thing that people are always saying about self-tapes is that, like, do do casting directors even watch them? Like, And I think that my understanding is that they do, but there's this sort of like reputation around them that like, oh, it's got to be so good to even get watched. Mm. And so the advice that I got once was like, as long as your first line and your last line are amazing, you can kind of flub the middle. Because you catch them with your first line and they're like, huh, who's this? And then the last thing in their mind after the tape is done is your last line, and you're like, that was good. So the middle can be just fine. You can just, like, roll through the middle. Don't save the best bits for the middle. No, that's right. They're never going to remember it, or they won't get to it. Crocodile huh. Dundee, I think. Is is playing a bit of that game. Uh-huh. So it kind of feels like this movie um is using a lot of tools. Yeah, to... I mean... It's true. Yeah, I, I think as budding filmmakers (laughs) we'd be wise we'd be wise to take note of the highest grossing Australian film ever made ever made Mm, mm. Australia eat your heart out sorry Baz sorry Baz um okay okay well so they get to New York they get to New York to be honest, a bunch of stuff happens in New York, and I don't really know if we even have to talk about it in, like, um, chronological order. <laughs> no. The the basics is that he kind of bashes around New York as a – keeps having silly interactions where he's just like, I'm not from here, and everyone's like, that guy's wild. That guy's crazy. Um everyone's grabbing Linda's face or uh, sorry Sue's Sue? face all the time. No, Linda. Linda is, is the Linda? name of the actress. Oh my god, he thought you just <laughs> Not just a pulled that out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. To speak about kisses in this film, oh bless! She's always being like held by the jaw. Yes, men cannot simply kiss her; they must grab, grab her, her face, face and move it towards, and toward often them. a bit of her neck. Unfortunately, really? it's very aggressive. Enough for me to notice every time. Mm, even her father kind of grabs at her. Her her father was leery. I did not like that relationship. What we did, I was worried for Sue. What we uncovered about Sue a little bit more was like our our. Thoughts were confirmed when we meet her Mm -hmm. daddy, big boss of the journal, of the newspaper she works at. She comes from money. It doesn't matter that she's like splurging on these high rise penthouse Mm -hmm. apartments for a man from the back of nowhere that's right he she really puts him up in this incredible hotel in the middle of manhattan and we and it's got us thinking where's this newspaper money coming from (laughs) what's this about (laughs) is this what's happening if someone's writing a story about you i don't know charlotte's had some stories written about her and no one's ever put me up in a hotel like that just to write about me she yeah, the lifestyle is confusing. Mm. If the eighties, if movies are anything to believe, yeah, I would have liked to be living in the, 80s, to in the eighties. I'd love to live in Crocodile Dundee. You'd love to live in Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, if you is in you, New York or what, in Australia, that's the question. Who do you want to be in Crocodile Dundee? Huh. Who? I mean, obviously him. I guess. Like, who else would you want to be? Her fiance? No. No. her dad No, we certainly wouldn't want to be her I don't think I'd like to be though she does have a lots of banging outfits yeah, and is, to yeah. be fair she has a pretty cool job she just gets she to fly does. around all the time she kisses whoever she likes that's true. She there are got a never bang any involved. repercussions for her nah. for th- that I liked she's basically she's like with a, a serious enough boyfriend when she he, goes to Australia that by the end of the film he's proposed to her that's right and she's just, like, flirting with Crocodile Dundee all the ding-dong day. And then and, – and she kisses him. She, and she does. And then – and she's, like, you know, being very flirty. She's pretty independent. I think yeah. I'd be her – the downside is that she does not seem to have any friends. Definitely no female no, friends. No, she doesn't. Are there, I mean, obviously the film doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Nowhere Is close. there more than one woman in the film at all? Not even named women? Uh, like... No, I think all the other femme-presenting characters turn out to be... Oh, well, well, and this is the question. I suppose that they, in my understanding, although it's hard to tell from the film's representation, I suppose they are female the characters. female characters. Not named. Not named. And definitely don't speak to Sue. <sighs> And then, and then also this brings us into probably the most problematic element of the film. I don't even know where to I don't, I don't even, even know if know there's anything to say. to say. It's just that it's super transphobic in a very 80s way. Yeah, I think that was the main – I think sometimes there is this worry about putting on an 80s film because transphobia just uh, pops its yes. little head out of nowhere. But it never, like, furthers the story. It just is like in the 80s they're like, wouldn't this be a laugh? And, I, I mean, I, I guess I don't know enough about this to really comment, but I wonder if there was kind of a a wider education about, like, the queer community in general in the 80s that perhaps a, a lot of straight people, rather than being educated, were like, what? Trans people? I'm confused. Let's put it in a movie and make it a joke. Do you know what I mean? Maybe? maybe? Like, I mean, again, I don't really know how to speak about it. I know because it's just like it happens and you're like, I'm so not from that time. It's hard for me to read it as how it was intended except to just be a gag at a trans person's expense two times. Twice. Other than maybe it's like, oh, we, we don't have this in Australia. This is a, like, crazy city thing. Which is, I mean, yeah, that is, I guess, I and I feel like that is always how that joke was used in that time too. Yeah. Is it's like it's someone like... comes to the big city and doesn't recognise that someone's trans. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, you I could mean, do that story today yeah. in a different way. That's and true. That's might true. be great. Could be good. Could be good. Could be. I suppose we also didn't really talk in the Australia. Now that we're now that we're on our SJW. <laughs> how's the representation in this film? Well, I actually wrote about in. I wrote about lady representation. Did you? Now? Which I think we should always talk about. I'd love to. And I and I yeah I mean in you know, that I wrote everyone grabbing Linda's face all the time, the trans characters. And, and, and then the fantasy of sex workers giving you one for free. Yeah. That's such a funny one, it's isn't weird it? It's being like, oh, new guy. Well, this one's on the house. And it's yeah. like, what? what? Like, what is that fantasy? Wanting to not have to pay a sex worker. It's like, then just go have sex with someone that's not a sex worker then. I don't know. It was an, un- again, I think it was trying to play into this thing of like, he doesn't get how the city works. And everyone loves him for it yeah and wants to give him free sex, I suppose. Everyone did want to give him free That's sex. That's true. To be fair. That's true, which I think was just people again trying to like amalgamate interactions that mm. position him as a sex god. You know what else, maybe, please. He is not really lecherous. No, they kind of paint him as, like, a dopey gentleman. Yeah, well, born sexy yesterday. Uh. Like, but I think that there's another version of it where he he is really leery. And he kind of never is. Like, even mm. when... That was kind of a good joke, I suppose, when he says in that scene with the sex workers where he's like, I was just talking to these ladies and making some good progress or something oh, like yeah. that. And it's like, even that is not, like, But also when it, kind of, it kind of ends with him sort of... Knocking out the guy and being like, you can't swear around these ladies. Like, yeah, he d- They try to pe- pepper in these, like, he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. <laughs> he's an outback gentleman. <gasps> <laughs> that's the tagline crocodile dundee the he outback gentleman <laughs> but drover that drover trope has a similar thing yes of like, he's a gentle he has he's morals a gentleman. he's upstanding yeah he's rough but he's upstanding he's one of the good ones god we love that in a man that scene with david Golpalel where Which I have to say, his comedic timing is great. It's so good, (laughs) and I really wanted him to be in more of the movie. (laughs) Like, I feel like that scene was one of my favorite scenes, and I was Mm -hmm. like, actually, more of him. (laughs) Part of me is like, why couldn't he have also come to New York? That would have been fun. Would have been fun. Um, But we were sort of saying like, this representation feels like, even though it's uh, not, it's so small feels kind of less icky than the representation in Australia. Yeah, because he was just sort of a comedic character. Yeah, like we weren't trying to make him magical and, <laughs> and even like that thing that... Um, uh, what's his name? What is his name? Mick. Oh, Mick. oh, my God. Mick J. Crocodile Dundee. I keep thinking you're asking as gag, but then <laughs> no. I see the look in your eyes. cannot remember his name. Mick J. Crocodile Dundee later is like she when she when sue's like oh what do you think about the aboriginal people wanting to own their land and he's like it's not about no one wants to own oh they're like no one wants to own the land they just want the freedom to like be on their land as Mm. as they want to be i'm paraphrasing but even that i was like Good that job. is a better job than what I think a lot of films manage to do. Yeah. And then I, I think, well, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> actually. Uh-huh. I do think there was something it's sort of funny when you see um these movies sort of veer into touching on First Nation stuff, and I can't help but be like, oh, I'm scared. <gasps> and but I was like, okay, that yeah. was fine. Yeah. You handled that well. I, agree. I didn't feel that way in Australia, I but didn't. I felt that way in this film. I did too. And, again, only criticism. David Gulpil should have been in (laughs) more. Just be in in the whole film. Just be in the whole film. Um, Okay. She gets proposed to. She gets proposed to. They swank around for a while. She gets proposed to. He gets a bit sad. And then he is going to leave. And then we reach the climax of the film. And a climax it is. Truly. And and again, this is why I think that the... And strong. The beauty of the film is that really, if I think about that shot of her running... Amazingly. So, yeah, he's left. He checks himself out. She's like, oh shit. Because he's just going to go stroll in New York City and she's never going to find him. He's going walkabout. Oh, that's not. I mean, (laughs) what (laughs) we've just said, that's a. Maybe, maybe that part. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she like tears her shoes off she's dressed like wuthering heights Kate bush oh, and she, she is streaming through new york city she, barefoot she's barefoot she is bolted she's running like an action hero and i'm surprised she didn't book some action roles after this That's scene amazing. her running and then she finds herself at the top of the, she's at the bottom of a stairwell into a like crammed subway and she can see him really far away and she can't get to him and then there's, this and there's a crowd of people between her and him standing silently. <laughs> Just, silently waiting, Just standing silently waiting for the train. Just standing waiting for the train. And um, it's a beautiful, she, yeah. like, pass down yeah, the message. game of telephone where she... <laughs> yells out to someone and he yells out to someone else and he yells out to someone else that gets to Crocodile Dundee and then it makes its way back and, and they do that a couple of times. And it's and it goes for the right amount of time. The gag lasts that's a good amount of time. Till you get, you know, four people going, No, I love you. Which is I love you. A great it's ending. Great. It's a great. great ending. No, no, the ending is actually him walking on top of a bunch of people. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? I think I... I was exclaiming at the time, he's walking on the heads of people. (laughs) What's wrong with me? I'm just glad we're doing this as a team. Otherwise, I'm scared of what you see when you watch a film. Maybe this is why I'm bad at watching movies. Hmm. I do seem to miss the best bits. I get distracted. This is the conversation we were having earlier. (laughs) I do. A little distracted. Sometimes it gets... Sometimes I hear it back about how easily I'm distracted and miss really basic he, things, key things. Yeah, so and he, um, he climbs up and steps on heads to get to her and they kind of embrace and, and the credits again. really just roll. And it's done. It's over. And it's over as quickly as it began. Whew. Do you want to know some trivia? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Cause that's what I was probably doing when he was working on Britney I understand. Heads. So the actress that plays Sue mm. Charlton. Okay. That's her that's the character's. Her real full name. Oh the characters. Full Sue name Charlton. Charlton. No, her name Rich um, name. Is Linda Kozlowski or Kozlowski. I would say Kozlowski. Mm. Um, she and Paul Hogan got married. Right. They married each other after the film. After the film, they met on the film. He, I think, was still with his first wife, and then by the second film, because there are three. God. Um. Which hopefully this podcast runs long enough that eventually we're doing Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. That's what it should be called. (laughs) Crocodile Dundee. And Crocodile Dundee. (laughs) 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 Three. Which is called Crocodile Dundee in. Los Angeles or something like that, which actually I would love to watch. I day. hope Paul will join us for that one. Oh, I hope he will. We have a connect to Paul. Why are we not doing this? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't think that he's going to want to come on after well, we no, we've Well, no, we I loved so. the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got it. We, we got, got it. It, it yeah. took this podcast for to us get to it. get it, but we, we actually it. do now get it. Anyway, yeah, They and then they got married and they were married for like 20 years. Wow. And Beautiful. then they weren't anymore. But, but honestly the 20 way solid years. the way that both of them have talked about it i'm like this sounds successful they were like yeah we just kind of got bored of each other after 20 years and so we divorced i mean that just checks out i know that sounds that sounds like a successful marriage to me wow that is huge trivia isn't that huge trivia which and again i was surprised because i was like i did I didn't think it was – I mean – It was no Hugh and Nicole. It was no Hugh and Nicole. <laughs> she she stood in her own, he stood in her own. Yeah, I don't think – That's it, that's it. I didn't, it. I didn't think that either like, of them were bad. Like, and in fact, I think that she especially was working really hard to make the chemistry work. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it didn't, like – it wasn't like that didn't was a imp- bad thing. Like, it made – her performance was great. It didn't impede the film. It did not at all. But I wasn't like, oh, they and, have to mm-hmm. be together. I was sort of like halfway through the movie being like – she could just go back to her New York life and yeah. he's just sort of this quirky person she's brought back to show and tell to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would be fine. And I'd even and be, fine be fine with that. And that would be fine. That's how much hears, I was invested. Yeah, she goes over to visit him, hears that he's gotten on the subway and she's, she's like, like, ah, cool. Yeah. I hope he has a good adventure. Totally. Off in the US. And then they do the television show spit <laughs> off. <laughs> Where are they now? It's just him and Cribs. <laughs> Um, all right, Bron, what did you learn from this movie? Oi. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure when we started and I was a bit nervous to, to know where to even, how How to even, what to even. But I think through this conversation, it's about that structure of like, um, have a really strong beginning, have a really strong end. Yeah. And you know what else? Have a character that like fully, a protagonist that fully speaks for himself like mm. in a way that character became more famous than the movie itself I think I think that's true like I absolutely know of Crocodile Dundee had never seen the film Same. and also knew almost knew what Crocodile Dundee was, was and what his shtick was and also almost like that meant I didn't need to see the film because I was like mm. I get it I get it and having seen the film now
1: yeah get we did we got
0: it <laughs> But that's pretty incredible. That is incredible for a, a character to like live so much outside yes. of the world of the film. And 86, how many years ago is that? Heaps. Don't so make me do that Hold
1: on. 96. Don't. 2006. 2016.
0: 2026. Takeaway 3. 37. Nice work. Probably could have figured it out because that's how old my husband is. He was born in 1986. You really should have done it that way. <laughs> <laughs> watching you do it this way with your fingers <laughs> it's really stood the test of time finger counting. and so has he oh charlotte. my husband by the way <laughs> I see, I see. <laughs> um yeah great love it great, great love it be. let's go oh my God, this has been 10. another episode of at the movies with, with charlotte, charlotte and Braun. won't you join us next week <laughs> or whenever we in the movies?